BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood listeners. This is Jonathan Braylock. I am coming to you today to report that we will be pausing our podcast for the time being due to the sag after strike. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, okay, well, what does a strike have to do with the podcast? I mean, you're not acting. And this is true. Uh, however, as of right now, the rules of SAG are a little bit unclear when it comes to reviewing or discussing films, even those that you are not a part of and even those that are old uh, and not current. So because of that, until we get further clarification in solidarity with our fellow actors, uh, we will be pausing the podcast. Uh, however, we do hope that uh, soon we will be able to come back and not for anything, we might come back and just talk a little bit more about the strike, how it's affecting us, maybe answering questions you might have, uh, going into detail with people who are more knowledgeable than us about the unions and exactly what writers and actors in Hollywood are fighting for. Um, until then, please enjoy this uh, replay. We have released it from the Black Men Can't Jump vault. Uh, this episode is Hollywood Shuffle. We reviewed it back in 2017. Fun fact, it is, uh, I believe, our 100th episode where we talk uh, about Robert Townsend, his greatness, this incredible uh, film that is a pretty... Uh, Honestly, um, still uh, uh, re uh, relevant satire of the industry and how it treats um, black actors in particular, but people of color in general as well. And uh, we hope you enjoy and hopefully we will be on the air back to reviewing your um, favorite or not so favorite films leading black actors and talking about them in the context of diversity in Hollywood. But until then... Enjoy. We will see you soon. Is there a song with 100 in it? I, wish yeah, it was. I was thinking. I, I was thinking about that. Like, what, like, what is the song with 100? Like, in does it? anything have like a uh, James? Oh, a song with 100 in it. Sorry, I was trying to read about. I mean, only I can think of like a song with 100 in it. Hollywood Shuffle, or you were trying to read about Hollywood Shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> it was Hollywood Shuffle. I'm on the wiki. I'm on the Hollywood Shuffle wiki. I was trying. Um, or like Drake start from the bottom. Now we hear. Just start. Hear. I think we just do our own song. There's not a 100 song? I guess not. There has to be a 100 Yeah, whatever. Let's start our own. Yeah, I got 99 problems. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> that's it. 99. That's not it. That's not, that's not, that's not 100. 100. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. I know how we do it. I know how we do it. All right. <clears throat> 
I'm gonna start the 100 beat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Start- you did the easy part. <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go into it. Boom. 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 Yo, what are you doing? 100. Yeah, this is just... Why y'all stop the beat? Hold on, wait. What beat are you doing? 100. It's like, what beat are you doing? That's not what he was No, man. That's not even good. All you right. do the beat, James. Yeah, no, but that... No, no, no you, you do, do the beat, beat James. It was, like a, it was like a hip-hop beat, but then like a lounge singer. You started so going into like Moesha or something, man. All right, you, <laughs> you do the beat. You do the beat. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 Wait, what? That's the beat you do for one. It's like a jazzy, like oh, I don't. No, oh James. All right, no, I, no, John. We got to give him the real for one hundred. I'll do the beat. Okay, John's well, gonna I'll do, do the, the beat. beat. John's gonna do the beat. James, that means you gotta do the lyrics with me. Okay, all right, I'm ready. Jeez. One hundred episode. A lady was singing it. Could we didn't tell? like it before. Could you tell that it was a late? Like first, it was like a like a male laugh. You literally singing. just did Moesha. But you said one hundred. <laughs> That's the worst, guys. This was pretty. This was not good. This was this was supposed to be special for us and the listeners for our one hundredth episode, James. I think, All right. I think this is very unique, and I think they'll remember this forever. I think people like hit the next on their. <laughs> playlist you know what i mean i like, think they did the hollywood shuffle <laughs> let's start the show <laughs> you know what jonathan raylock james the third drop billy what more can i say Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Oh, man. In Hollywood. We know we sitting around, man. That jive turkey. I ain't be got no gun. What's this? I ain't be got no gun, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Listen, I ain't be got no gun, man. Y'all are here with us, man, on this freaking episode of, what's it called? A podcast, man. Oh, what you mean, podcast? It's a radio jam, jam, jam. Nah, 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 pimpin'. Okay, a radio is on your car station. <laughs> this is into interwaves. Oh, it's for the brainwaves. 
<laughs> John, no one sees that. John is shucking it. Everybody no needs one. to see. <laughs> no I, see. I'm really sad that no one is witnessing. <laughs> like what? <laughs> You're not even making not a sale. Uh, they stopping. know. They can imagine what I was doing. There's <laughs> a lot of shuck, a, a lot, lot of jab, a lot of juking and jab. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. And I'm James III. Actually, I actually understood your name. So okay. Yeah. Kind of, I mean. Mm-hmm. Stop. Right. You gotta breathe. <laughs> the weird thing is he closes his eyes. Know, like, I just you gotta feel it. Alright. Oh, so <laughs> guys, welcome to the one hundredth episode. Boo, 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 boo. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, man, that's true. That is a lot. Uh first of all, thank you to all the fans. Yeah. You yes. know. Uh you you got us here. That is true. Mm-hmm. Thank you to producer Nick. Producer Nick in the house. Producer Nick. Jake and Amir, y'all better be listening. So shout out to y'all too. <laughs> uh, thank you to my beautiful fiance, Tessa. Wow. wow. Oh. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh no. James, I didn't know we was doing James, that. James, you going? Thank you to my, my beautiful fiance, Kat, you know, <laughs> you know, just for like lifting me up. You know, I mean, I got somebody I want to thank. Oh yeah, who you who you got? I, I would like to thank my beautiful self, Drop. <laughs> man, you could have thanked your mama for being here. And, All right, uh, getting me going. No, nah, man, James had like a whole soliloquy yeah, over yeah, there. I did. All right, uh, <laughs> for those who are listening to the for the first time, uh, don't don't go. <laughs> Stay. We talk about real stuff. Uh, the, we review films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race. Yep. Uh, and uh, the, the problems of diversity in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we thought it would be fitting. I know we got a lot of requests, but we thought it would be very fitting uh, since it is the 30-year anniversary uh, yeah. to do the film Hollywood Shuffle, which talks about diversity in Hollywood. It legit is almost the movie version of our podcast. Yes, and it was done 30 years ago. Which is crazy. Yeah, 1987. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't born yet. I was. I was. Uh, I was a baby. I was one year. I was. I was here too. You know, chilling. Yeah. You know? Were you chilling, Jay? I was here chilling. You know. Guys, is it more? Is this it? That's all you got? <laughs> no, just that's probably all I had the capacity to do. Just straight chill. You know, baby. Nineteen eighty-seven, yeah. baby. James. Uh, Robert Townsend, yes. director, star, uh, also co-writer with Keenan Ivory Wayans. First, first credit Keenan Ivory Wayans had. Is it really? This is his first first writing credit. Because after this, he got uh, what was the Eddie Murphy stand-up special? Um, the one that he did was uh, the one raw. Where, yes, raw yeah. was his. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't Townsend, know if he did. Deliver. Robert Townsend, yeah, uh, directed raw, I believe. Yeah, that's probably why they were together. And um, they actually made this film. There's a whole backstory. We'll get into it. Uh, but this film was a, it's an indie film, you know. Uh, so if you are black, you've probably heard of it. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, it's maybe a, not. It's a little. It's an older film, obviously, yeah. thirty years. So, uh, there are other people in it. John Witherspoon. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Da- uh, Damon Damon Wayans is, is in it. it. Uh, wait, what is the lead actor? There's a lot of people. Paul um, Mooney. Anne Marie Johnson plays Lydia. Yeah. Wasn't she actually on? Was she on Envelope of Color at one point? Or no. Let's see. That's a good question. Because uh, I know Kim Wayans was on it. She has like a very small role in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was on Living Color. She was on. I knew During she was, its final season. I knew she was Same as Chris there. Rock, right? Final season. Yeah. Because Chris Rock left SNL to go to In Living Color. Mm-hmm. Now, it's co- this movie cost $100,000 to make. Uh, Robert Townsend uh, 
paid for it. The whole thing. How do you, where do you get the money from? So he got money. He had $60,000 that he had from commercials and uh, a small part uh, in the so- a soldier story, which right. was the Denzel Washington. Oh, wow. He was right. in that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, after he ran out of money, he took uh, credit cards and then maxed out all of his credit cards. And that's where, is that where Spike Lee got his idea to do it for She's Gotta Have It? Maybe. I remember Spike Lee did the same thing. Like He took a bunch of credit cards yeah. and just like... Yeah. Yeah, and what they, a risk. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, they bet on themselves. Yeah. Because this wasn't successful. What do you do? What do you do? I have... I don't know. You uh, get sad. <laughs> you get sad. <laughs> you just get real sad. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's a critical success. Wait, what's the what's the backstory? I'm so curious. So here's the backstory, real quick. Uh, Robert Townsend uh, and Keenan Ivory Wayans were both comics. You know, Robert Townsend would do like uh, characters. You know, the coming up. And I think they were in New York, and then they went to L.A. Keenan Ivory Wayans was doing stand up, very successful. You know, and uh, they talked about like, you know, how limited the roles were for them mm-hmm. when they auditioned for movies and stuff and uh they wanted to make a movie and robert townsend was like you know what i got all this money instead of like buying something with it why don't i just make a film and he and keenan like wrote some stuff together there some of it was based off of their stand-up and bits that they had they filmed i think four scenes uh which were really the sketches like they filmed the uh, black actor black acting school at black acting school, which was mm-hmm. a bit that Robert Townsend would do. They filmed um, the two guys in the movie theater mm-hmm. doing the reviews. Uh, they filmed what else did they film? The, uh, uh, the detective one, I think the detective one, and then w- and then uh, one other one, one other. Sca- oh, the uh, the death of a <laughs> death of a breakdancer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, death. Of, that was the that was the detective one. No, that was a detective one. Death yeah, of a breakdancer. Break yeah, maybe they filmed like the pimp uh, movie one. Mm-hmm. And so after they filmed that, then they then they were like, all right, we'll get the, we'll max out the cars and stuff. And they did that. And then they showed uh, Eddie because they knew Eddie from stand up. Like Keenan knew him, and they showed Eddie the uh, film. And Eddie really liked it. And then Eddie, after Eddie saw like a like a early screening of it, he said, "Yo, I'm about to do this movie raw. You should direct it." And so Robert Townsend directed that and got a little credit. And then they like shopped it around and mm. you know got picked up. Yeah, you know what's so crazy? <clears throat> even though I don't want to. Even though we're not, I know we're not talking about Eddie, but yeah. because it involves Robert Townsend, if you get that live from New York Saturday Night Live book, apparently. How Eddie got on the show is because of Robert Townsend. Oh, like because apparently Robert Townsend got cast on that season that uh, Lauren left and mm-hmm. like turned it down. And apparently, like he told Eddie, he didn't then, turn like, it down. Though. Is that what happened? He, he he just didn't get cast. I thought he said he got cast in the book. Yeah, I was just listening to him on uh, the Champs, and they and uh, they said like, "Oh, you weren't you on SNL?" And he was like, "No," because <laughs> the book says he got cast. I know. He was like when he read that. He was like, "Oh, interesting!" I oh, wow! Oh, wow! I got cast on SNL. Yeah, they, nobody they, told didn't me know that they didn't want like he, like I guess there was like backstage. There was somebody who really a producer really wanted him. Yeah, this was after Lauren left, but somebody else didn't. What? Because yeah, so in the book, it, is, it surely says like he got he got cast, didn't want to do it, and then like referred his friend who kept calling every day, who was Eddie Murphy. Oh, interesting. That's wow. interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, only one, only one black person on time. So no. Back then. Anyway. Um, so here we are 30 years later. 30 years. How much has things changed? How much have things changed? Let's get into it. Should we do initial thoughts? Uh, yeah. Well, you go first. You uh, I can start. Um, this was my first time seeing the movie all the way through. I had seen uh, Black Acting School once. Like I was like flipping through channels and was like, oh, is this that Hollywood Shuffle movie? I watched that. thought that was very funny, but they didn't finish it. Um, watching this, I thought it was so funny. And I thought it, it, made me, <laughs> it made me so sad that like so much of what is happening in it like it's sort of still a thing and sort of still stuff that we that we talk about um uh it was really great to see like young young king Ivy waynes and young uh robert townsend and and young uh damon waynes like just acting doing their thing john witherspoon we've talked about him a lot now uh and him in this it's like great he's so grounded but then when he's crazy he's he's so crazy it's like great to see that <laughs> yeah. that like uh that juxtaposition um i don't know what else i want to say really initially just like i i uh there's so much and like at each stage of it there's so much that i get like real deeply affected by and like and uh and it makes me question a lot of of things that is happening now so yeah i don't i don't i don't know what to say without talking too so much I, about individual moments. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I, I mean, for me at least, I'm not gonna. I cried throughout this whole movie, bro. I was an emotional. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I saw a, a group me message from John. I was like, man, I wasn't gonna watch it right now, but let me watch this right, right now. I started watching it. It was just too. It was too real. Honestly, honestly, this movie was too real to me. Like, I couldn't handle it. Like, yeah, without talking about certain moments, but, bro, just the. Okay, whatever. I'm going to talk about one moment. There's a moment at the very beginning of just him going to his first audition and just the build up and how the whole neighborhood is like kind of supporting him, but he has to lie. Right. That's almost what it feels like. Sometimes like, you know, like like your family is like, they finally are on board, but kind of not, but like they're with right. you. It, dude, honestly, man, this movie I thought was really good. I thought, I thought it would be nice. I don't know. If three black dudes had thought of a show that kind of represented this in like 2017 <laughs> and like they pitched it and then, you know, people weren't like, oh, man, but could you make a show about black people in Hollywood? And I'm like, oh, well, there's a movie about Hollywood and stuff anyway. And what are you talking about? We got to make, you... make it ourselves. That's it. Yeah, we got to just make it ourselves. Can I actually say one story? Like in, 20, in 2009, I had a chance to meet Robert Townsend, like in L.A. Oh, I'm jealous. And Yeah. It was like for this. It was like for this documentary about like black directors. Um, so I got to meet a lot of them, like Bill Dukes in them. And but Robert Townsend, legit, I'll never get it. His exact words is, "Don't trust anyone to do for you what you damn sure better do for yourself." And I never forget it. And I'm thinking about this movie. And would we even know really Robert Townsend or Keenan Ivory if they didn't make this movie? Uh, only if you were really into stand up, like. Uh, but would, would they have gotten a shot to like? Would, Ke- would Keenan have gotten a shot to do in Living Color? Would like Robert Townsend have been able to do Meteor Man or like Parenthood or like any of those things? I mean, no, they wouldn't God. be who they are today if it wasn't for this movie. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think in Living Color. Uh, I don't. Think I don't so think it would have been. Yeah, a thing. no. This. It, I mean, this is this is the foundation. So it's hard to it's hard to even know what it would be like without but, it. But then when you think about that kind of stuff, when I think about like even taking that into account. You think about Spike Lee. Spike Lee had to do it and stuff. You think about you think about um, 
uh, what is it? Boys in the Hood. That was done by mm-hmm. a 22 year old um, John Singleton. Mm-hmm. You know, these movies, I'm like, if it wasn't for people being like, fuck it, you will never help me. I got to do it myself. Would we even know who these great artists are? Yeah. I mean, I liked it. It just made, the movie made me sad, dude. It made me so sad. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it made you sad. Uh, I mean, it's a comedy. Uh, yeah, this is my first time seeing it too. I I think I had seen the black acting school, and that was the only like. And I think I saw that like in the context of like people showing like you know different moments through black hist like black film or whatever. Um, you know, I do. I will say this. I will say I I think it shows its age a little bit in in the terms of. I mean, it's hard for comedies to hold up throughout decades just because pacing changes and you know references are a little bit older and uh it was interesting because it was like kind of a it was almost a sketch show with like a narrative which i thought was super interesting yeah um uh yeah there were just a lot of sketches that like he would just like be like wait a minute and like dream have like a daydream and then like and then the sketch would happen and we really you know uh i also thought it was a little weird that he was playing uh it it seemed like he was playing like somebody was like maybe twenty or nineteen. I think, I but think he was, was like, but was he was thirty when he was making this. Was he thirty or twenty nine or maybe twenty eight, twenty nine? Maybe right. when he was filming and thirty when it came out. Yeah, but um, but anyway, outside of that, uh, I mean, guys, it's it, nothing's nothing's changed. Bro, I, mean, I think you could do these exact same sketches today, and everyone would get it. You wouldn't have to like. The only thing you'd have to update is the reference of, uh, like, it wouldn't be Siskel and Eber, you know, or, you know. Was, right. But it, but you, even, but if you knew Siskel and Eber, you remember them, like, you understand that they did two thumbs up or whatever, you'd get it. Like, there wasn't really, out, Jerry Curl maybe is the only, like, the most I outdated. Think, yeah, but even only, that. Thing, only thing you really could update is, like, instead of uh, Jacking and Jive, you would have them just be, like, Either rappers or like yeah, right, they'd be more yeah. thug and more less thug. yeah, they'd be but more thug and even, less. Uh, but I feel like we all have a jive. reference for that, right? Wouldn't we kids, do. We have a reference for that. With that, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but they but they would be like nobody talks like they'd be like that's not how a pimp talks, right? Yeah. You know, they would just update it. Like you know how we always do when we play around. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, like or you could do angry black man or like hey yo, listen, bro, yeah. I ain't about to do this shit, son. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, you could, you can do it. Like you can just easily update it and it. You're right. I think we had talk about how many things have changed. Yeah. So uh, I thought obviously it's super smart, you know, and Robert Townsend's like an incredible character actor. Mm-hmm. His voices, <laughs> like him doing that British person, I was like, oh my God. It's yeah. So yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Uh, you know, I thought I also, I guess I did think it was a little sad. Like there are so many actors in this film and I'm like, I don't know most of you. And yeah. That to me was sad because I just thought... They probably got a bunch of people who were super talented, who they knew were really funny. Mm-hmm. They got it, and and those people like didn't get to like pop that much, you know. Maybe if I may, uh, maybe they did. Maybe One people, people in the I remember age, the faces. You know? Yeah, some of the faces were familiar. Like for instance, um, a movie we should do. We talked about it before. Like Meteor Man, the bad guy from Meteor Man is in this movie, and he almost is the bad guy. He's like the light skinned dude he auditions with. Who's oh, like, really? This is some bullshit. Yeah, like that dude. Is the head of the Golden Lords? Yeah. And, oh, okay. Um, cool. Meteor Man. That's good. 
uh, which you know that's one of those things where we're like hey man certain people you know they gotta they gotta carry you dude it happens in it happens everywhere but yeah um what else do i need it i mean that's it we'll just go through it it's yeah. a short film uh so before we do that we're gonna cut to a, a quick word from our sponsor we'll be right back Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm like, it. we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, we back. Welcome back. I don't know why I got well, mad. I, yeah. How's everybody doing? Well, listen, the only way to get through talking about this movie is for me to like force myself to be happy. Yeah, to be movie, positive. This movie really made me sad. You know? Yeah, it was yeah. Like, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I did say that I had an existential crisis when I was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess mostly, I guess because I could, the reason I said that was the way the these guys got in. You're talking about Robert Townsend. Keenan Ivory Waynes, you know what I mean? The way that these huge comedic forces that we know today as like legendary comedians broke in was having to talk about race yeah. in Hollywood. Well, and yeah, then I was and like, we've all- that's what we're doing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, 
And I was like, we've, also, we've talked we about how doing the same thing. We've talked 30 years later. The only way we're getting traction is <laughs> I'm talking about race in Hollywood. It's the only reason people are like, oh, who are these guys? Yo, honestly, yeah. If you think about it, like yeah, 30 years ago, they did it on film. And then literally we're doing it on video. Doing video and now, and we're doing the podcast, and yeah, I mean, the most traction has come from his goddamn right. podcast. And, and we've also talked about how like Vin Diesel made he made his short. That yeah, was about like who is, is he, like where is he thing. from? You know, what is his background? Yeah, what this ambiguous yeah. actor and like the different faces he had to put on. I mean, it's 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 sad. Yes, uh, uh, it's <laughs> so the beginning of this is him in his room practicing. In the, bathroom, in the bathroom, practicing with his little brother, uh, who I thought uh, it was his son. I thought first. it was his son too. Okay, thank you. I thought it was. I was like, definitely I was like, like oh, okay, that's, that's his son. And, and then he was like, "Mom," and I was like, "Oh, come on." Now. It's only because <laughs> because if he would have shaved his mustache, yeah. maybe he might have. But that was his look. Like it was. Get rid of that it. was his he look. Couldn't change his look. But it's like, yeah, man, gotta practice. Uh, uh-uh, uh, let me turn my back to your man. But I thought that was like that hurt, bro. But that was great. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to. And I think the reason that it's supposed to hurt. Is because the kid's doing it with him. Yeah, I like, don't know if it's supposed to hurt yet. But we, maybe it's supposed to hurt. Maybe it hurts black people. It doesn't hurt white people yet. Oh well, yeah. Maybe like yeah. we're, we're like, ah, Are you talking, ah, come on, man. They had to the feel 80s? it when yeah. he turns his back and he goes, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna pretend this didn't happen, man, because I ain't got no gun, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the what's kid, the, what's the line? Yeah, wait. What's the line? And the kid's like. I ain't begotten no gun. He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> I ain't begotten no gun, man. <laughs> and you see his mom and like outside the bathroom door listening to him, Bruh. I mean, come That's on, guys. it's great. No, it's really great. Have you guys ever had a hood audition? Like, I'm talking about like a hood audition. Uh, I mean, it's all it's always a little like, you know. Uh. It's 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 less obvious. I feel like today, yeah. But it's the same thing. I've auditioned for like I, I told you guys about. I auditioned for this. I forgot what I forgot what the show was, but it was for like a Showtime show, and the character and it was for like a small like a under five mm-hmm. or whatever. And the character description <clears throat> was looks like a real thug. <laughs> Uh, I mean, John, you like a thug. <laughs> looks like a real thug, but that somebody, was just the character but a casting director saw your headshot and resume, maybe even knew you already, yeah. and was like, Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> and uh, and and in the script, I think I think the name of the character was, was like Scissors. And I'm not even joking. The name of the character is Scissors, and in the script, uh, it it specified that the person before him there was like a prisoner before him that doesn't look like a criminal mm-hmm. and then it's like now like and then in comes scissors who who looks like a criminal yeah like looks like a real thug and i was like why am i reading for this <laughs> but i read for it because <laughs> <laughs> it's a job what they keep saying in this movie I didn't get yeah, it's it, a but... job sometimes man you gotta go with what you go with yeah i mean i, I yeah i've definitely gone in for uh, for parts that I was like, I mean, oh, you this, play a prisoner, bro. This doesn't fit. Yeah, I play, I play a prisoner in something. Um, but that, the, and that, when I, went, when I went in for that audition, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get this. <laughs> I went into it thinking like, oh, there's no way I'm gonna get this. He's supposed to be like a, uh, like a prisoner and like, and be like kind of hard or whatever. Um, 
uh, I mean, but I, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's the game. I feel like, I feel like you get, sometimes you get that audition and sometimes you get that one that you fit. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, I thought this scene was cool because you saw him like go through these lines and I loved every time, like, like John pointed out, his little brother had to give him a line that was just broken English, dude. Just, I'm not about to, you ain't doing this. And I yeah. love that his mom was supportive, even though she probably wished more for him. I love that she like supported him because I feel like in one of these movies, she could have been against him, which I think would have been a bad choice to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they had the they had the grandma character who was a little bit against them, which was well, she wasn't. She was still supportive. She was but worried. Like, she was supportive but of him, low, yeah, but like didn't like the system on the yeah. low. Like, but on the low, like didn't want her, didn't really want him to be engaging with it. Yeah, which you know that makes sense too. Uh, yeah, so we kind of see him in the home life, whatever, and he's preparing for this audition. He drives a, you know, drives out. He stops at Winky Dinky Dog. <laughs> Which is the hot dog place that he works at that John Witherspoon is the owner of, and Keenan Ivory Wayans works there. Yeah, yeah. It's so, Keenan Ivory Wayans was weird in this film. <laughs> how? Wait, how do you just mean? like his smile? Like when you first see him, he's like smiling, like kind of like kind of grimacing and smiling at yeah. him at the same time. And then when he's just like, "You, you terrible!" And I was like, "Oh, I didn't expect that at all." I, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his facial. Like the way that he was looking at him did yeah. not match. But that's Keenan. Oh. That feels like Keenan yeah. Wayans. Though uh, I feel like yeah. I feel like yes. my man is always very close to himself in the kind of characters that he plays. Yeah. But then, like you know, he'll deliver the line. He'll be like, "Okay." That's Honestly, how you feel. I thought like <laughs> legit at one point. I'm like, "Yo." Keenan Ivory in every scene is just trying his best not to laugh. That's what it looked like. like, like <laughs> that's legit. what it looked like. There's another no, point. No, but that's his face. No, 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 that's man. It, that's there's his one, face. There's one point in another scene we'll get to it that I know he breaks. Yeah. Because Damon breaks at one point, and I know Damon broke. I'm like, oh. y'all just trying your best not to laugh right that's now. That's what it looked like. That's what I thought, too. I mean, it oh, makes okay. sense. They're, you know, they're shooting on cheap budget. They're shooting on film, you know. I know. Right. So, yeah, so yeah. you got you to gotta get the shot. For those people who don't know, when people shot on film, you ain't waste that film. Baby. You can't, you can't do yeah, multiple. You can't do takes. a lot of takes. Got to get the shot. A lot of money, and the film runs out. They ain't had. They was maxing out credit cards. They ain't have. But I do. The thing I love about this scene, though, is that before before we even get here, he like drives to his uncle's barber shop. Who you realize he's like, I'm going to the audition, and like he's super happy about it. Yeah. Super pumped. Goes to his boss, and do you hear Keenan go? Was he gonna lie about today? He already took his girlfriend to like blah blah blah. His grandmama broke her back. He already fixed that. What are you going to say today? And like, the second John Witherspoon walks out, he just grabs his cheek. He's <laughs> like, my tooth, man. My tooth, I got to go. And, and this was one of the moments I was talking about. But John Witherspoon is the most grounded I think I have ever seen him in anything. I think so. Yeah. Delivering still, the, still doing John Witherspoon. No, but like not he's yet, though. Not quite doing it yet yeah. right now. Like He's just like, come on, man. You know, you gotta have a doctor's note, like just like very real, was, like <laughs> very real, like gotta, gotta make sure you have a doctor's note. And I was like, if you don't, I can't we believe have a talk, <laughs> right? I, yeah. like, I couldn't yeah. believe what I was seeing. It was great, uh, uh, and then he speeds off. But yeah, I, I thought it was so funny that he immediately had. Then he goes to the girlfriend, right? Like, like he goes to the shop, shop with his lady in there. Yeah, like I mean, I. Also, I, I thought I it was did, funny. I did think it was funny that when he first calls in, uh, 
the male hairdresser was like, me? Oh, you talking to me? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> and then he was like, oh. <laughs> it was like mad. He was like offended. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> but also, like, if he comes here all the time, why would you right. think he's well, here but that's, you? That's, I think I think that's also part of what I liked about it, too, is that that, like, told a little bit of a story of, like, yeah. he's like, oh, but it's me this time? Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 man. Uh, yep. And then he goes to the audition, man. And it's like, it's you know, it's great. That audition this, room. This scene is great. This audition Listen. sequence is great. And I, everybody can relate to this. Yeah. Listen, know. if people think that, like, for instance, this scene had people like screaming their lines and doing stuff. I legit was at an audition today. And it was a huge mirror in the hallway, which I thought was random. I walk in and I'm like, all right, I know I'm next. I'm going to try to go prep. And all I hear is, huh, huh, huh. what are you doing here? And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Yo, main man is legit in the mirror, yelling at himself in the mirror. And I yeah. get everyone has their prep. But in this scene, you see people honestly have no concern for anyone else in that room. Right. They're just like taking up space. Mm-hmm. My man put his stuff on my stuff by accident. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. So it happens. And they're like, and they, it's like crowded. There's no, no seat is empty. Mm-hmm. Everyone is, everyone's talking. Mm-hmm. No one is silently preparing. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the difference between, uh, so, you know, when you're an actor and you go into a waiting room and it's a, and it's a, like a large audition, I'm talking about film, TV, commercial, uh, less so theater, uh, and you go in, especially commercials, and you go in and it's a specific type. So when you are, when you're white or you're Asian or whatever, like you're, you'll go in and everybody there look pretty much looks like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like kind of freaky. It freaks people yeah. out. They go, oh my God, what the flip? Like there's a bunch of my type. It's like all like short, you know, <laughs> brown hair girls with bob cuts. With, yeah. And they, know, and we glasses. all have somehow worn something very similar. And we yeah. all, everybody's worn something a little similar. Now, the thing is though, with black people, because the roles are so limited, it's the it's kind of the same, except there are all different shades of brown. Oh, it's just black. All different types. Like there are people who are bigger. There are people who are smaller. There are people who are short. There are people who are tall. It's just like it's black. Black is a it's just black. Factor. It's just black. So when they in this film, they, you see and you see this light skinned dude, and he's just like he's like I I told. I mean, I told him, they said, I wasn't black enough for the part. So, man, I got to get in black, you know? And then, I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead, but the next time you see them, they black people are Well, the guy says, the guy says, he goes, he says, I have spray tan lotion. I got spray tan tan lotion. I I get tan. oh, snap. Bro, it's so funny, man, because when you think about, like, like, I think they even, they hint on it in this, or maybe I was watching something else, just like, because black is black, sometimes the shades of black matter, like the size of black. Yeah, are you like an intimidating? It's mm-hmm. in this, right? We talk about it in this. It's just a fascinating thing. Where it's like you're still just one thing. Yeah, but right, you're, you're all like, called in for the same role, and then they like just they determine which which kind which of which kind of black want. are you? Yeah, but which kind? You know, they're like they're like we're gonna call you all in. And then later on, we'll decide if being dark skin was pro or negative. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's uh, like, all right, uh, we didn't like no. And also, there is always too dark. It's always like, no, you're too dark. Yeah, you're threatening. <laughs> you're threatening now. <laughs> or it's like, ah, uh, you're not. You're too light. Are people going to know you're black? Are people going to know yeah. you're Yeah, we can't have the ambiguous stuff, you know. Yeah. But by the way, 
Don't ever read for white roles, though. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? I, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Recently, and and I, I think it's cool. I, I've been going out for a lot of white man roles. Like, I like ju- that. Like, it'll be roles that in the script, they haven't even changed the race. Like, it'll be like a Jew. I was telling James before this. It'll be like a Jewish character. And it's like, hey, you got to talk about Shabbat's dinner in this, in this script. And I'm like, you know what? I take it. Has this, has this ever happened to you guys? I once auditioned for something, and I know this is like a complete tangent, but it was for, it was uh, uh, for a play, and uh, a, some famous white woman had already been announced as being in it. It's a three-hander, and it's like they're, they're not related. The characters in it aren't related or anything. Uh, for the audience, three-hander means there are three, three people in it. Oh, good job, good job. Um, and uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that that I was. A, about, I, I didn't even realize that I was a term that people might not. I didn't get, think about it, it either. Um, uh, it probably wasn't. But, no, 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 I think it was. I think it was. But uh, but so, so so anyway, I I'm like, oh great, I could you know it was going to be on like it's going to be on Broadway. It's like, oh great, I'm gonna go to the audition for the audience. Broadway, Broadway is, is a is the, <laughs> what is happening. <laughs> No, finish it. No, I walk it. into the <laughs> theater. I walk. New York City. I walk into the audition for this one role, uh, uh, and the other two. It was that woman and the other the other adult. They both been announced. They're both white, but they're not related, so it doesn't matter, right? Um, I go into this audition. It, it there are forty white men there, and then me. And when I walked into the to actually do the audition, they looked surprised to see me there. Like as if they did not meet. Like they were like, "Who?" <laughs> like we made a mistake. Yeah, yeah like James the Third. Who you know, like, oh man, is this black man? Why? It, needless to say, I didn't get it. But that was that's uh, for the audience. It is a preposition. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Listen, man. I love those more, those auditions more than anything else. It's like I know it's weird sometimes because you're like, "Oh, I'd look nothing like the description," but the fact that you're there, I'm like, "Hey." We got here. Yeah. I don't like the auditions where I'm black and everybody else is white and looks the same. But I do like the auditions where I go in and it's a bunch of different races. Then I'm like, cool. Cool. We all up for it. Yeah. That means everybody has a good shot for it. Yeah. But also, I don't mind being the black option because that means like, all right, it's supposed to go white. The black option. I think that's how I got it. Yeah. It's like, yo, hey, man, we need diversity. Hey, remember they auditioned that black dude? Hey, we got one. Let me be the uh, one. Y'all can be the one. Yeah. So he d- auditions for this thing, and the and the casting, it's like the the rudest people, which which is funny. Like, you know, it's like a typical kind of making fun of the casting directors who aren't paying attention. They do that in La La Land. You know, they're like kind of like not really paying attention. That's happening, y'all, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, say that. I mean, I got yeah. got. I mean, two times not like not like on the. She on was like the phone, on the talking phone, out loud, talking loudly. I was like, "All right, but it's one happens. thing to be like, wait one second. Like they're usually like on the phone, and then you just stand there and wait awkwardly, and then they get off, and they're like, All right, let's begin.' And you're like, "Just no now." And they're like, mm, "Whenever you're ready." And you're like, "You were just on the phone." Like I recently, I'm so thrown off. I recently had one where uh, everyone knew me except the director. So the ca- the casting director was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna step out." I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over here and do wait. The one last week. Uh, no, oh, okay, I thought it was no. the last week. But it was just like I'm gonna go over here and do something else. And I was just like, no, be <laughs> be present for my audition, please. Hey, man. <laughs> Bruh, I had one that was so bad that they skipped. 
I'm so mad I would say the person's name, but I've had two really bad ones. I'm gonna say both yeah, at you some point. Definitely not. I'm not gonna say the name. Yeah, it I was um <laughs> I'm not going to. But one I remember being so prepped for, it was like you had to cry on the scene. I'm like, oh, we're ready. Mind you, I'm waiting in the waiting room. I sign it, they skip me. I bring it up like once. So I'm there for like an hour and a half, two hours. Fine. Because I'm still but it didn't matter. Because I was like, I'm ready. I see everybody else come out. I'm like, man, these dudes ain't had no tears in their eyes. They ain't ready. I go into the <laughs> audition. Damn. I'm prepped. I'm ready. We <laughs> Oh God! We, st- we start. This is the thing. There's a reader. We start the scene, and behind the reader is the casting director. When I start the scene, I see her pick up her phone, and she's on her phone, like she's like checking emails the entire time. <sighs> and I'm like, "All right, maybe we're gonna do it twice, and like you know, it'll be fine." Start doing a second take, and I see her. She's on the phone, so I'm like, "I wait for a little bit." She looks up. Oh, you can go ahead and start, and then proceeds to go back to the phone. And I was wow. like. <sighs> Wow. I was like, wow. So I was prepped and ready, and now she I'm can not. hear it. <laughs> I mean, uh, she can hear the truth in your voice. Bruh, I've. Needs to say, I didn't get that one. Yeah. I didn't get so, that one. This is a real thing. That's real. Uh, and then, of course, they, <clears throat> they tell people to be black. <laughs> They're just blatant with it. Yeah, which I think is great. Because yeah. it is a thing. It's such a, you know, like, and now. So many people are like trying to figure out the way to say it without yeah. saying be blacker. But like to hear it just being directly called out yeah. is like that it's great to see. Can you be blacker? They don't they don't say it anymore. Now it's like No, uh, be more urban. Yeah, now it's either urban or blue collar. But I've it's heard like, people, people that get that are even that like have trouble saying that. Blue you know, collar. they have trouble saying Oh, be, I told y'all about that. Yeah, yeah, you like, did. I had an t- audition where legit it was a person who I've auditioned for hundreds of times, haven't auditioned for him since. Uh-huh. We're in the audition. In the description, it said college educated. Remember, college educated. Say so made me and this other guy go in and he's like, and y'all they're like a little more like hardworking, they're more blue collar, they're more like people at home. You can't see this, these gestures I'm making in my chair. But he goes, You got to be more, you know. He, you're doing the shuffle. Yeah, yeah he's like, You got to yeah, be more blue you're collar. You're doing the, like legit. <laughs> you're do, you're doing legendary, the shuffle. Yeah. A le- legendary cast director did that to me. And I've never felt so much anger build up in my soul. Because in the description, wow, it blue says... Blue Collar is the most... College educated. Is the most coded I've ever heard. Yeah. But it wasn't blue just... Blue Collar is like a not... It is not linked to black. It could be... And the thing is, he said hardworking, but when he was like, you got to be more like... But I... Yeah. You, you know. And I like... <laughs> it was the motion that his body did. <laughs> that I was like, he, was like, he was trying to say... What is that? His, your diction should not be crisp, you know... You should use a little bit more slang because that's what to, I guess. Yeah. blue collar is like unrefined. Yeah, it's like you're hardworking. You don't have a lot. It's supposed, that's you what don't it's supposed care. To mean, you, know. you don't care about your speech as much as somebody who, who which is wrong. You know, it just means you're a hardworking individual, right? Whatever. Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's usually like for me, it's like a little bit more urban or like just a little bit more street. You know what I mean? Like a little bit like. A lot, of, a lot of edge. There's a lot of edge, edge to it. Edge is a good one. Sass yeah. is a good Sass one. Sass for women. They'll tell them to be sassy all day. Yeah. Oh, they yeah won't. They're sure. just like, oh, she's, oh, she's like real sassy. You know? Uh, cool. That's okay. I mean, you know. It happens. But in this scene, in this scene, we get the first seed of um, uh, where the villain character kind of goes like, uh, hey, man, they tr- they trying to get us to... T- to shuck and jive, trying to kiss the coon. Only, only kind of parts they're gonna give us are these parts. Yeah, where we do X, Y, and Z, and then like I would never take that. Part. I would never. Only he says I would never take that, take that part. 
and there's like a there's like a sting in the music, you know, and it like becomes mm-hmm. like that's the 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 seed is planted because before this we don't really we don't quite he we don't question it. He, yeah, he hasn't questioned. There's it. no question of it. Robert but, Townsend has a question. But like, but now the seed has been planted. Of course, after he says that, his name gets called, and he's like, "I'm coming." Yeah, he's like, I'm, "Good luck." Good luck. But I think, <laughs> I think there's something to that where like maybe this doesn't happen as much, but it still happens every now and then. It's like. It's that crab in a basket kind of feel. It's like there only can be one. Like there can be one black person. Like I remember at one point, I mean, not how I knew you, John, but I remember at UCB at one point when I heard Phil Jackson, who was a black guy, who was like the only one on a house team, was moving to L.A. I remember running into like uh, Ray and a couple of other people who are now our teammates and being like, yo, heard there's a black spot open, baby. I mean, yeah. I, I, rem- I remember it. I remember literally people walking yeah. up being like, yo, you heard about Phil? You heard about Phil? Yeah, he gone. They got to put another black dude there. Mm-hmm. There's got to be one. But they didn't. They put a white dude there. <laughs> but but I remember I remember legit walking around the theater and people being like, people I didn't know, yo, you heard about Phil? You heard about, yo, Phil's gone, man. <laughs> it's our time. It's our shot. Oh, we can do it. And it's like, yeah. think about we talked about SNL back in the day. SNL had one black person on it at a time. Yeah. It's like you get one. And that means everyone has to compete. Yeah. I think this is where we also see black acting school. Like, around, right. Yeah. Well, so that so the seeds planted. Yeah. And then he has the black acting yeah, school. Black acting school thing. Uh, dream. And uh, you got the <laughs> Mandango character because it's like the slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so uh, they're all being told by white men, by the way. Right. That's the best part about it. It's like all the instructors are white men <laughs> telling them how to be black. Uh, I'm going to rob you. No, 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 Tyrone. You're not doing it right. It's like this. I'm going to rob you, man. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm going to rob you, man. Like, yeah. watch yeah. that. It was just so And sad. if anybody wants a reference for how any of us have been moving throughout the podcast, we've had a lot, of, we've talked a lot about <laughs> movements that you can't see us do. <laughs> it's everything the white guy, the white teachers do in this sequence. A, That's what all of our movements have looked like. A lot of, shoulder, a lot of flash, shoulders. Like, pointing. <laughs> like, your arms are kind of arms like, flailing. You're, you're in, like, a crow, like, square crow, like, kind of yeah, like. Yeah, square crow kind of. Kind of and movements. Robert Townsend's playing this like uh, British kind of. He's a British actor. Yeah. Wait, where, when he lists the films, the, the parts that he's had, it's or or I don't know if it's him or the other guy, but they're like listing all the parts. They're like, "Well, I've been a prisoner." And, oh yeah, that's the the graduate. Yeah, the graduate. He's yeah. like, I and uh, I played. And, a- uh, yeah, I got to play a prisoner who raped somebody. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, I got to do that twice. <laughs> I, yeah, twice. It's pretty good. You're like, yeah, yeah and, and it's like, like, this is the rose you get to do. Uh, yeah. I mean, what's so funny about this when they were talking about it, uh, literally, yeah, last night, uh, somebody, somebody saw me at, at my church and they were like, Hey, great job. Uh, I heard, I heard, Oh, I saw you in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's so awesome. I'm like, great job. I was like, Oh, thanks. And then this black dude that, who I know is at my church was like, Oh, that's awesome, man. Like, uh, what, what did you play? I was like, oh, I was just this character called banana boy. He's like, what's that? And I was like, what? Well, he's like a gang member. It, but it's like a, fu- it, you know, it's like a funny, it's like, <laughs> it's like they ran out of color. So they were yellow. And he was like, he was like, Oh snap gang member. I was like, yeah. Well, what's funny is when I auditioned, <laughs> I was actually auditioning to be a slave. I was, a so the character I auditioned for <laughs> was a slave. And that went to somebody else, but they liked me. So they, they made me a gang member. Oh, we ain't. 
oh, this ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. as I was explaining it to him, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest payday is playing a thug, man. Uh, my, blue blood. One of my fa- one of my favorite. Like, but it's not the it's not this. In my mind, I was like, it's not the same. And I was like, screw you, it's exactly the same. <laughs> Dude, it is. Me. There's a uh, there's a internet video, YouTube video <laughs> that's like shit. Black actors say, and it opens with it opens with the guy saying, "How come I didn't get an audition for Red Tails?" And then it ends with like, "I got, I finally got it. I finally got my big role. I get to play a slave." <laughs> A gay slave. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Like you got to talk about, Yo. you got to talk about everything, Yo. all of the oppression. There's just the, the the layers of oppression for the role just get more and more. That's it. That's it's so funny. It's like that's the entry job, and literally, you played a gang. gang I, play, I played a gang member on TV. I played a gang member on TV, and, and James about to play a person around TV. <laughs> yo, wait, wait, wait. These are our entry roles. These are the roles. My, yo, <laughs> a funny, no, wait, you're a funny gang member. I'm a funny gang you're member. You're a funny one. I'm one who gets arrested. And then James is another one, but you're a funny one too. Also you're a funny. prisoner. You're I'm, a funny I'm prisoner. A, I'm, but, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hilarious prisoner. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> wait, so does it knows, change it that it's prisoner's that hilarious. because it's funny? You know what I mean? Like, I, these the, roles are supposed to be fun. What did but that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, it's funny, but like, it's not funny in the context of that's the only role that you can. That's like the role that they needed you for. So they got, so you finally were able to get a spot. You know well, what I mean? I, I will say this. I will say this. I think, I, I personally think right now, especially like with auditioning, I think there are opportunities for people of color to be seen for other roles. But I think that because those roles aren't being written for us in mind, that we have to be. 10 times like we legit have to be 10 times better because the thing is if this role like if you go in john tomorrow for like the chris pratt role and it says like big white dude or whatever Mm -hmm. you have to be fantastic because basically what you're doing now is not only proving you can act but it's proven that you are better than what is written on the like you're better than the description of what they had in mind on the page which is already tough so you're already starting at like a negative 10 so we got a shot it's just that unless someone's like about to like Think about Michael. I mean, B. we gotta we gotta do what Ken for he did when he auditioned for um, it's Ken for no not Ken for yeah well, yeah Ken for he would audition for uh, Night of the Living Dead yeah but but I also think though but that but that director I feel like was more lenient because that that director is the one who called for open ethnicity like that director was like you know what like we're not getting what you want we need to like take a chance right yeah mm-hmm. like even JJ like JJ Abrams when he did Star Wars like those roles were written for two white dudes. You know, and after what six or eight months, they're like, "Ah, we're not finding it. Let's now try something else." Yeah, and also diversity became like a became hot a thing. Issue, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, we should ride this wave." Yes. So I think we have. We just uh, got to be great. Cool. So <laughs> great. Um. So now I too. now I don't really remember. Yeah, anything. what just quite talk- happens directly well, after well, this? Well, after this, he goes back home. And then, like he oh the baddie oh yeah. my god the, he watches the baddie on TV baddie on TV there's a bat there's a bat in my belfry I don't even know what that was trying to make fun of I don't know do you think that there were shows oh, like that oh those old sitcoms where it's like you what? know Webster where it's like oh yeah. the, the white family adopted like the funny black kid from yeah, the bat the bad area right which is interesting because if you watch it different strokes Fresh Prince is almost the inverse like Fresh Prince like Will is like the the hood kid from like Philly. 
But instead of living with like the rich white family taking him in, he moves with a rich black family. Right, yeah, exactly. So it's interesting that they took the same trope from like years prior. Yeah. Let's let black black people can be rich. Right. Like, like, let's just let them do it. But it's like it has the president of the Cosby show. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like what would happen if the Cosby show was interrupted by a by a hood, uh, super hood black dude? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that was fun. They had the pimp uh, sketch. Yeah, the pimp sketch I thought was really interesting. Like, was it a Night of the Living Pimp? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, that was in. So that that was a part of the um, the critics. The critics. Oh, that's right. So the the critics was the second sketch, right? Yes, yes, yes. The critics. So it's like they're basically doing a parody of Cisco Niebuhr because Cisco Niebuhr used to do a show where they would like it was a movie review television show where they would you know show a clip of a movie and then they'd give it. Two, either two thumbs up or a thumb down or whatever the flip and so for this it was like it was the same kind of setup but it was two black dudes who were sneaking into the movie theaters yeah and they try and based on how many they were able to sneak into that's how many they were that's reviewing. how many they were reviewing <laughs> and so it was all parodies of movies that were super popular around that time so you had uh amadeus amadeus which had won the oscar which had won like seven oscars i think by that point yeah and uh, what was the Dirty Harry Indiana Jones? No, Dirty, but what was uh, the parody of Amadeus? How did that go? Uh, it was Amadeus remember. in something. Amadeus. Oh, it was like Amadeus or something. And basically, their review was like, "If I can't say the name of the film, it's right. not a good film." Baby, yeah. we going to see. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. I honestly don't know if he said that. I think that might Didn't have been he say joke. that? Oh Maybe. no! If not, or he good, said like hilarious. I sound like a dumbass. Yeah. I thought he said something like that. That sounds that's, that's hilarious, funny. James, right there. Yeah. Then it was that's yeah. So there was a, <laughs> it was uh, it wasn't it was it was uh, it wasn't Indiana Jones. It was another state. Chicago Jones. Oh yeah, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, Jones. Chicago Jones. My favorite part about that was he goes, he goes, we gotta jump. We can't jump. Yes, we can. I can do anything. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Which I makes sense. That was so funny. Which makes sense. Also, that woman nailed, uh, I forgot her, the actress's oh, yeah. name, but she nailed that impression of like, got any other bright ideas? <laughs> Chicago? It's great because- Yeah, let's jump. And then there's like, they jump. How could he survive? They did though, because he can do anything. Jeff. She's like, what's like, wrong? I don't believe I'm this okay, just a couple of runs of my stocking, she says. Yeah, and Robert Townsend's like, I believe it, because he, he can do anything, you know? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. It sounded like me and James talking about Jurassic World. I believe uh, it. I believe it. Because when you have heels and a T-Rex is chasing you, Bruh, you go how faster. Did run that T-Rex? How did she outrun that T-Rex? You, you I go, believe it. At no you know, point being chased by dinosaurs did she ever take the I heels I believe off. it, because she can do um, anything. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. And the thing I love about this I is that- I just saw that movie, too, by did the you? way. Yeah, did you ever see Dirty Harry? I've never seen one. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. I just saw the movie Dirty Harry. This was such a spot-on parody. <laughs> because there's a there is a part in Dirty Harry. It's like I guess it's one of the famous scenes where uh a bla- like these two black men and I and I definitely checked that by the way. Mm-hmm. Like uh it's the first time, you know, he's you see him in action. These two black men like robbed a a bank. Like he sees that they're about to rob a bank and he's like uh, and he like gets his like coffee and he's like, all right. And he starts walking over. And then when they come out, he shoots one of them. Like they're shoot they have a shootout, you know, and he shoots one of them. And then the other one, he like comes over, and the other one's like about to like grab a gun. And he's like there, and he's just like, You sure you want to go for that? And then and then he's like, I I know what you're thinking. 
I don't have any more bullets in this gun. Oh, right. This is the famous thing. This yeah. is the gun. And he's like, this gun is so much bigger, which I always thought was like, wait, so, so he had what? another gun? A gun is a gun. It doesn't matter if your gun is big or not. <laughs> if you shoot me with a gun, I'm going to die. <laughs> I don't care if your gun is so big that it blows me 10 feet back or if it just punctures my heart. It's still a bullet. But he just lets, yeah, he says that whole thing. And then he's just like, what you? so that's, that's when he says that famous line. Yeah. Are you feeling lucky, punk? You know? uh, and the idea is that you don't know if he has any bullets left in the gut, and the guy's like, "Oh, he's bad," and he just gives up. And then, and he didn't have any. And then, and then the guy's like, "I gotta know, did you have it?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> oh man! Actually, maybe you don't learn it till later. But oh, that's yeah. also kind of the point of that scene, right? Of yeah. like, of that it's the, it's another. He you. can do anything. He can do anything. He could out talk. <laughs> the beauty of that scene is that, and again, I, I didn't see Dirty Harry, but like, they all have their guns on him. And they let him pull out they his let gun. Him pull out the gun. <laughs> they let him pull out his gun. Yeah. So that was funny. And then the last one was the pimp. Yeah. And they yeah. all loved they all loved the loved pimp it. movies. They all loved it. And then they, what I liked about it was that they were like, there were a lot of stereotypes in that. But they put us in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was well directed. It was well directed. Was that well directed. was legit. And I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Uh, Lily, when they cut to that scene, and like when you, because she's running, you don't know what she's running from. And she's like, they're coming. And do you see him? They literally all have an ISO and they walk up to camera, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> also, when I were like, <laughs> when I worked at restaurants and like I would talk with like people who were like uh, a little more hood, like <laughs> in New York, whenever we talked about movies, that's the only thing that they were talking about was whether or not something was believable. Yeah, they wanted like, to know. Like, that was the review of the movie. We'd just be like, nah, I didn't believe that. I didn't believe it, man. <laughs> I didn't believe it, and I didn't like that movie. It was stupid. And then they'd be like, nah, that was cool. And I'd be like, what, the, what about this part? They're like, nah, but, like, he can't do that, though, if you think about it, though. Like, you got to think about it. Like, you're just like, like what? what? Dude, you trying to be rational right now? Shut up and watch uh, Sometimes like, you got to think about it. You got to think about it, though. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, think about his powers, though. You know what I mean? So, like, for real? If a t- <laughs> T-Rex is running after her right, and she got on you. No. James, right. I will never be on your side. Ever. Ever. Uh, what happens after that? Oh, I don't oh. know. I, I do remember him going back to a winky dinky dog and them talking about hoe cake. That's the new thing. <laughs> yeah, new he's thing. just like, look at me. Winky dinky dog. Like, first, first it was just a winky dinky dog. Then we had the winky dinky hamburger. And now, the winky dinky hoe cake. Hoes gotta eat too. Yo, hoes gotta eat. First off, I was like, what? Hey, hey, hoes gotta eat too? First off, I thought he was talking about, I thought it was just like, I thought it was like a whole different thing. I thought a hoe cake was like a meat, like a southern thing. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I I did too until he said hoes gotta eat too. Hoes gotta eat too. I was like, I heard whole cake, and I immediately started thinking about like shortcake, like a like a. I did too. Like, like oh man, like a, whole cake has to be real. I got to anyway. Uh, right, yeah. It's and then does it? In, is it in this same Batty scene comes. that Batty comes? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they get all like one winky dinky dog with cheese. Uh, uh, Mister Mister uh, BB Mister BB whatever his name was like, yeah. what? Um, how do you know if a script is good? <laughs> Do you die in the script? <laughs> no, no, I don't die in the script. Then it's a good script. <laughs> guys, I guys. thought that line was so dumb. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. I thought it was Do great. You die, Do you die in, in the script? script? Then it's a good script. <laughs> it's it, all about the sequels. sequels. <laughs> but honestly, though, 
It's like me and my friend Dave had the discussion last night. By the way, right. Uh, about this, yeah. though. We had a discussion about this. It's like how, for instance, not saying New York or L.A., but it's like we have friends who care about the art of acting, you know, and some who are like, I'm trying to work, B. It is a thing of, I think you, people do make that decision. Like, I think you can do both, but I feel like sometimes, hey, bruh, hey, John, you got to be the banana boy on every show, B, if you try hey, to get man, that work. I didn't die. You ain't and that's that. the thing because I wasn't the slave because the slave was a flashback. Right. Mm. So because the slave was a flashback, that the slave doesn't get to come back. But because I was in the, man, I got to come back. Yo, so that was you nice. know what I'm saying? It matters. And so also a whole cake. Time. A whole cake is real, y'all. I typed H O and my phone automatically isn't put a, hoe cake. Isn't it hostess? No, it didn't. It automatically put it automatically that put was, hoe There's cake. no way hoe cake was the first thing that came up Bruh, after H O. I put H O <laughs> hoe cake popped up wait, and I'm like, but for wait, real, you want to know why though? Hey, what you trying to say? I Google. No. Oh, they, it you heard Google. you. It it's heard you. Your phone listening. To yeah, you. your phone heard you say hoe cake. I'm that's dead, that's real. That's dead real. Serious. Yeah, yeah. It heard you say hoe cake. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yes, because yeah. you have because. Google is allowed access to your microphone. They can record you, and and then it uses it to update, so it's a little smarter. So when you search stuff, you were talking about it, so they knew you wanted to... Wait, 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 wait. Is this the hey, same hey, reason? Hey. Now, hold on. Now, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Is this the same reason I was trying to look up an actor the other day, mm-hmm. and I said, I said this. I was like, I said the actor's first name and last initial, mm-hmm. and then I said something that they were on, mm-hmm. and then I typed that, and the... The second name that came up was that person. Yeah, is that the reason? Yeah, it did the math too. Like it did the math of he was on this and the- it's smart. It's a hey, hey, it's, it's an algorithm. Google is a search. It did the algorithm. math though. Hey, tell me, is this a, it is math. What are you talking about? I'm search, saying it did the math. Search engines are math. It's the, they're literally algorithms. But it did the math though. Yeah, yes, Wait, it did the math. Stop it right now. <laughs> Is this a bit? This no, no, this is very I, this real. Is not a this bit. This is very real. Everything that I just said was I also just, real too. I just typed in H O and whole cake popped up, and you because telling me because your phone was listening to you and it's allowed to because you because you probably you clicked said in I allow. agree. Because they make you click the button. I know because <laughs> you can't use anything. You can't use any of the services if you don't allow it. I know. Well, well here's the definition. <laughs> I, I used to not allow it, and then I was like. But I really want to use that speech to text app. I really like it. And they only let you do it if you allow to the use of the microphone at all times. But that's the other thing is like because it collects that, it, it better understands your voice so that when you do that's why it's so that's why it's so accurate when you do the speech to I don't text. like this. You know. Anyway, man, whatever. See, James, Listen, this why I don't like sci fi. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you yelling at me? Because you love robots. Yeah, I love it because I'm fascinated in what the future will hold. I let you know this right now. Why let are you pointing at me <laughs> like right. I did we this? Need to, let we a Terminator come over here. No, it's I'm fine. Everyone's fine. Down. Everyone understands. All Listen, right. this is 100 episodes. We deserve a little a little tirade right now about people typing whole cake in my phone. All right. And then. Then he gets the job. Well, first, yeah. Well, well like it's, <laughs> the thing that I thought was so weird was his agent calls him. It was yes. like, yeah, they want an Eddie Murphy type. And yes. He's like, oh, but why can't I just act? And he's like, wait, I got the call back. Well, why did you say that? Yeah. I. And this then, was my favorite part. Now of the we movie. got the Eddie Murphy scene because the, Ed, the Eddie Murphy scene was my favorite part. So like, <laughs> it just is the audition, and we start panning down everyone, and everyone looks. 
just like Eddie Murphy. Everyone's making like eyes, weird eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has people are like doing the laugh. Everyone has like a mustache. They got, leather, they got the leather <laughs> leather jacket and a and a, a gold chain. Also, mad people in black. Face. Yeah, a bunch of black people in black. <laughs> And they and they, and they do these like the makeup. It doesn't come all the yo, way down, so you see their necks. That's a Jafar. Oh, these poor Jafar. brothers. Uh, oh. Would, oh. That, would that would that today be the equivalent? Is that the Kevin Hart? Yeah. So Kevin Hart is the. You know, we have three now. Is you know, you got the Will, you got the Kevin Hart, and you got Denzel. So you know, you got yeah. You can fall yeah, under. You, know. you can fall under. Um, uh, and the, but, uh, but I love they're doing like all these quick close like these really close close ups of the casting directors as they're like they're like all sweat they're sweaty for some reason and like yeah. we want to we want the next Eddie Murphy you would have to be the Murphiest wa- Murphy yeah. Eddie Murphy Mur- and then like you gotta be charismatic it, it to, it, like Eddie Murphy it gets to Robert Townsend and he's like uh, and he's like I just want to uh, 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 and he like starts. <laughs> <laughs> turning into Eddie Murphy. Get the fuck out of here and all that stuff. It's so good. It's so good. It's right. so good. Uh, but yeah, then he he books it. He uh, books it. He books it. You know, go. he quits his job. Uh, his it, boys tell him he wouldn't. He still ain't shit though. <laughs> his boys still like, not his boys, but his coworkers still tell him, you'll be back. Keep that hat. Keenan Ivory Wayne said, I went from $2 to $2.25 in, in six, six months. months. He is a man. He's a manager of this place. I went from two dollars to two twenty five. Yeah, so, so that, was, that was funny. I mean, and he has that. He has that like fantasy scene about them begging him because like he's all famous now, and they're like, they're like "Oh right, oh, I, I always believed in you. I always, always believed in you." Uh, I mean, we all got that right. John Willis, that's uh, John Willis. because now he went. He was. He was like. He was tepid. In the beginning, and now he's at full blown John Wayne. It's food. great. It was so funny. Just in the corner, he's just in, in the, the corner, corner. Like, I got you talking. To, he's talking to the buns. Like, I got you. Wait a second. Let me get you your napkins. Oh, right. yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You want another whole cake? Oh, you love that whole cake. You love that whole cake. Okay, here we go. And he's just putting yeah. mustard on a bun, and then he puts it down. He's like, here you go. Yeah, gotta get the napkins. And then, oh, what's that? And then he like picks up his shoe, and he's like. More whole cakes. Everybody loves the whole cakes. <laughs> Who's gotta eat too? <laughs> the yeah. only thing Who's gotta eat too is <laughs> The only thing this that scene was missing to be John Withers the most John Witherspoon is just bang, 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 bang. Like if he would have just thrown that in there, that would have been classic uh, John Witherspoon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he has I mean, his, we all got that quitting your job fan. Like, bruh. I mean, you, well, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to and go back. The thing that hurt my heart so much about this was that there's so much associated with the quitting that is also the rubbing in the face. Like, you want, like you don't just want to quit. You want to rub it in the faces of the people. Yeah, because like, it's like the people don't believe in you, you know. Uh, I can uh, tell you how mine's going to go down. You guys are involved in it. Oh my what? Why? This, Wait a minute. What? This is, this, are you talking wait, about quitting the podcast? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm going to tell, tell you how crazy. I said this literally to a coworker, an old coworker last week. I was like, because the MTV movie was, I used to work for MTV. They always hire like up and coming comedians, right? And they usually get like groups, like whether the group's writing on it or whatever. And I'm like, once we get big, you know what I'm saying, we won't get a chance to host that show. And I was like, when we host that show, I'm gonna turn into a full fledged asshole <laughs> when I'm hosting that show to every single person I remember. I was talking about like, oh, I was talking about everyone who was shady, I'm gonna be a dick. It's like, <laughs> 
I want the bit that we do to open that show to be like, oh, Gerard, didn't you work here? And the bit is going to be me going around the office with the real people or maybe Seinfeld-style actors to like embody everybody, and I'm going to yeah. shit on them in the sketch. <laughs> I'm petty, y'all. If he already y'all wrote the sketch. Yo, listen, I'm petty, y'all. He already wrote <laughs> the sketch. Listen, y'all, y'all, go, we gonna be doing it as a team. Y'all in the sketch uh, too. Wait, we, oh, wait, we're all gonna be shitting on your. your yeah, people? man. And then we can go to Why y'all. Do we job. have to do it because <laughs> we gonna go to y'all job. We gonna do it for y'all bosses. All right, my bosses are cool. Hey, John, what yeah, are you the doing? People I work. Yes, and me, John. The people I work with right now are great. You work by yourself. Yes, yeah, but I'm right. just talking about the people that I work with. Right. It's only you. Love everybody that I work with. Right. <laughs> I don't like you. Uh, he oh, has a dinner day with, the, with his with his girlfriend, but the grandma comes home. She oh, sits yeah. right in the middle. And she does it on purpose. I love we this gotta movie. We got to watch my show. I watched it. No, but they were like, well, we're going to watch this movie. And she's like, I love that movie. I've seen it three times. <laughs> and this and the movie is the uh, uh, death of like, a break dance. Or what yeah. is it? The case of the breakdown. Yo, yeah. first of all, can it's I like Casablanca kind of yeah. like esque, right? Yeah, it's like the mystery. But what I love is I love that he has. First off, okay, Jerry Curl. One thing, one thing that I noticed in this Keenan movie, every way. Yeah, this movie does have that that I don't know if you call it a stereotype, but that black thing in the community where like just slightly homophobic. Like his definitely his opening line is in this is like <laughs> I thought it was woman, but it was actually you know the f word. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's just because of that one time in college, but. You never think he has some like quick. Yeah, it was a it's a a completely unnecessary. I was doing so much math in my head trying to figure out the commentary of the scene. Like I was like, oh man, like, but what if it's like, (laughs) what if this is a commentary on how people use homosexuality as a form of. Uh, I'm gonna say that. I always say this word wrong. Emasculating. Yeah. Emasculating. Uh, I used to say. De- yeah. I say. You were trying. You were trying to justify in your head. Yeah. No. I was like. I was like just trying. I was trying. But so you're forgetting hard. that Eddie Murphy was king. And exactly. He used that word. And he used it all the time. All the time. All they were just all doing all it for a joke. It was just, just for, a, for joke. a joke. Yeah. And I. But the whole. Just at each each joke that came up, I was just like, "All right, yeah. but like, but what's the commentary?" It, it, no, even no even commentary. in the next scene, just, gay people are funny. Yeah, and when he goes to the dance studio, he's like, "Ain't no man gonna beat me in a dress, like on a skirt." What do you say, a skirt or a dress, mm-hmm. something like that? He's like, "Ain't no man gonna beat me in a dress." Yeah, but then he does get beat down. <laughs> gets beat right. down. But I think that's supposed to be the joke. Is like he ended up getting beat by men in skirts and like that. Yeah, it's the, supposed to be funny that he got beat by. Yeah. Men but in what skirts. if the joke? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Dave. Try it. I try. Look, I tried real hard. I was like, "What if the joke is that you can't judge a book by its cover? Because if you expected one thing, you might get another. So stop all of this prejudice nonsense. The f word was mentioned just to show how wrong he was yeah. as a person. Cool, man. Thanks, That's James. not it. That's not Thank, in it, James. No, I appreciate no, that. No, you I, might. Yeah. Maybe, right. or he could just be an asshole at that point in time. <laughs> like either, I mean, either or it could be right. It's cool, man. People learn. Times were yeah. Times know. were different. I loved Keenan Ivory in this scene. Jer- Jerry Curl. Yeah, I thought he was great. That was his name, right? Jerry Curl. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I love that he. So. I love yeah. that he had a Jerry Curl. I love, and Jerry. he's like afraid of him uh, p- pouring out the product. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's like, what is no. that product called? 
Uh, we had he had activated. It was like activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah but activated. it's like, but it's supposed to make your hair just looser. What, what it does, what it does, if you have like what people consider more coarse hair, yeah. um, it makes your hair a little bit shiny, yeah, a little bit more loose, a little bit more curly. Got it. So, like for instance, if I wanted my hair to get like Jonathan Braylock's hair, I would have to get activator, which I actually do have in my yeah, house. Yeah, I have a I have a curl activator as well. All right, there. Do you use activator. yours? I use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you got to. Sometimes yeah, you gotta I got use that. I got that curl. I got that curly. But I'm not trying to. Don't, I don't, don't sit want, here and smile. Don't I don't want my hair to be that curly though. Shut up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> why was that? <laughs> why? Why? Why did I, you do I took offense. <laughs> why did you do that? Somehow I took it as a direct assault to me, and I needed you to shut up. <laughs> hey yo, first of all, don't try to be so cocky. You know, I got that. I got that. I got that natural curly hair. <laughs> For people at home, John is smiling, and James goes, "Yeah, hey, I got that at my he house." But I points to my head. He points at, but I don't want my head. I don't want my hair to be that curly. After John feels so proud of me, I'm so, so happy about my hair. You're adding an inflection. No, I'm happy about your hair. No, 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 no get out of here. Hey, no, nah, right. hey, James pointed at my man's head. I was like, I don't want that. All right, that's so disrespectful. All right, we're moving on. So, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> y'all crazy. Wait, I'm a be- I'm a beacon of love. No, I understand. It's all good. We're all good. All right, that was great. All right, okay. Uh, this was funny. Um, yeah, he killed the breakdancer. Killed the breakdancer. Uh, that's that. Then uh, what else we got? We well, he comes back. Is home. there another one? Well, he, well, this was the last one. Because he had, because he had three, right? No, there's another sketch, but it's not until after. It's because he, it's it's, it's when he's on set. <laughs> yes, when he, okay. When he hears that, you know, he's a sellout. Okay. So it's uh, first, yeah, he he gets the part, and then like, but his gram, he's like, his grandma's now like really throwing shade, like not really being low key no, about, it, just directly, directly like yeah. throwing shade at him, you know. I don't know, uh, but at first she like kind of says she's like, "I mean, I'll be there," and he's like, "All right, thanks, Grandma." And then he like kind of walks away, and she's like, Mm-mm, "I don't like that he's doing this. Like, they gotta, you know, I'm I'm happy for the boy, but you know, the imagery that he's doing, and like he's gonna get his his little brothers watching him, yeah. And then Robert Townsend hears this, and he imagines his brother like come in dressed up like a pimp. With the dollar this, bills. But this yeah. was my, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I want to say it again now for people who haven't heard that that episode. But uh, he, the, seeing the little brother acting out the pimp may, reminded me of uh, my nephew when he watched Ant-Man. Every time T.I. spoke, he like said his line with him. Just oh, wow. like just every time he spoke, it was like, I don't know, I'm saying the line. And, it, and like there was nothing... I don't think there's anything wrrong with the TI being in this movie or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like it's like such a That's real thing of like like yeah. seeing black people on screen influences. Yeah. Of course, man, when you're young, you want to imitate, you know, what like the superheroes, the cool people that you see on TV, you know what I mean? And so, but the thing is, if you're, you know, when you're black in America, like you know when you're growing up and you're a child and you're on the playground, and there are white kids, they're like Batman, and you're like, oh, I'm going to be Batman. And they're like, you can't, you can't be, Batman. be Batman. And it's like, it's not, and the kids aren't 
trying to be racist. They don't yeah. fully understand what they're saying yet. But what they're what they notice is like there is a skin color difference, yeah, you know, differentiation. Yeah. And you, I, I see Batman on TV, and Batman is white, and and he doesn't look like you, so you yeah. can't be Batman. It, so who can you be? Well, if all if the only superhero or the only like black people in that thing when you're playing Batman is the thug, then you have to be the bad guy. Yeah. It's why when everybody played Power Rangers, you had to be the Black Ranger. Yeah. If, if you're around other people who aren't black, you know what I mean? You had to, yeah, everybody you had wanted to be. The black to be, Ranger. You had to be Winston in Ghostbusters, even though Bankman was the Yeah, you one. had to be scary. If, <laughs> if you were a girl growing up in the 90s, you had to be Scary Spice. You didn't get to be Baby Spice or Posh or whatever, nope. even if you liked them. No, you're Scary Spice. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the, you know. Wait, but I, I want to be Batman now. <laughs> Well, what's so crazy, even nowadays, if they were to make a... Because, basically what John is saying, like how the world works, for a black person to be Batman, that means you would have to have more black people in particular be in that movie. Yeah. But when you think about any of those superhero movies, even the ones now like Marvel and them do, until Black Panther comes out, it's usually one or two, but no one else in the world. So it's like they stand out. So like to be Batman, if, like, if John was Batman in the movie... I'm like, oh, that dude's Batman. Yeah. He's the only dude with a black chick. Trevor Batman Noah's, got a black chick. Trevor Noah's stand-up about black uh, James Bond is great. Oh, does he have a bit about it? Yeah, because he's like, he's like, I didn't know why anybody, I didn't know why uh, black James Bond was a problem until I went to Scotland. And then saw, <laughs> like, I mean, there are no black people here. Like, wait, wait. James Bond. He's James like, Bond. He's like, think black. about every no. He's like, he's like, think about every James Bond movie you've ever seen. And James and Bond disappears in a crowd, and then he appears on the train. And uh, he right, the old school was. You yeah. turn around the corner, and you're like, yeah, he there did. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, even though even though James Bond is a secret spy who everybody knows, it's like the it's like the right. the idea that he's a spy, but like he always tells his real name to right. people. <laughs> every time, my name is Bond, James Bond. It's like Oh yeah, you're the famous international <laughs> spy that continues to disrupt the plans of all of our evil operations. We're going to kill you now. <laughs> no, you won't, because I'm Bond, James Bond. You said you said that already. You said it. You said it. Uh, anyway, so then we have him going to set, and he's like, kind of, he's starting to feel weird about it. He's because then he sees like the roles that the white people get to play. It's like this romantic love, like romantic scene with these yes. two actors, and they're like not really acting that great. And then you have the hero who comes in, and he's like arguing. He's like, "Hey, I, I want to kill more than thirty-eight people." And they're like, "It was fifteen. Now it's thirty-eight. That's it. You don't get to kill any more people." Yeah, he gets Just, he's fighting for thirty-nine. Is, it, is this 39. is this the scene we see him? The sketch of like after this, the sketch of the roles he wanted because he's like yeah. Black yeah. Rambo yeah. at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's thinking of himself as Black Rambo, uh, Superman. Yeah. When when okay, this legit uh, like Jarrah said he cried throughout. I legit felt something when I saw him flying. I was like, because I thought about Meteor Man and everything, and about yeah. like I was just like, yeah, yeah like th- if it wasn't for this movie, you wouldn't have even done. Like, it's crazy. That that sequence of him just imagining being in in in, in ro- just being a leading actor is, is there like, a black superhero that flies? Uh, it's gonna. I guess it's gonna be uh, Black Lightning. Oh, oh does yeah. he fly? Okay. 
Because mm-hmm. my, my head, like, yeah, it is something to see, like... Firestorm, the Black Firestorm. Uh, Stor- yeah, Storm. Oh, yeah, Storm. Yeah, yeah Storm. Because storm. Storm. I'm like, it's something to see, like, a person of color, like, have that yeah. power to, like, fly. It was or, so like, annoying. Oh, man. Hawk girl. Storm is always oh, yeah. underused in every X-Men movie. Every time. Yeah. Because she has some of the most destructive powers. Like, she's so strong. In the comics, she's a very big deal. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then like... Then that guy comes in, mm-hmm. and so the guy, so our, our, our you know, villain for, <clears throat> but he comes in, he's like, he's like, oh, hey man, at the audition, right? Okay, brother, what? So what are you playing, Jimmy? Oh, so you got that part? Okay, I mean, I'm doing it under five, you know. I got, I only got one line, but you know, I would never do that part. I would never Cause do because of it. my morals. Because of my morals, <laughs> oh, man. man. The NAACP are picketing this film. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good luck. Brother, <laughs> yo, what would you do? Because I always think about we talked about it with Soul Plane. Like the NAACP came out like against yeah. Soul Plane. Magic Johnson mm-hmm. came out against. What do you do if like your first role is? But they talked Usually about it's after the fact. But it... they talked about it in this. When they did that sketch, they were like, "The NAACP has never picketed a movie, and now we're picketing." Like it, had, yeah. it there hadn't been Paul precedent Mooney for was it. So funny, in that he was sketch. so good. He had the best lines to me in this whole movie. Paul Mooney was great. You're never gonna be Rambo unless you, but the <laughs> unless thing, you're Sambo. Sambo. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that this was the most tragic thing about the whole movie mm. was because because at this point there had been no precedent for that, right? Mm. Like there wasn't NAACP wasn't picking about well, this is like this was, but it was. Something and something that was in his ear about it, like he couldn't even be happy for what essentially was his big break mm-hmm. because of how it represented the, culture the whole culture. Because and like, one I was like, the responsibility, his responsibility, because no, yeah, a hundred percent. It was like, I was like, this, this, I hope people understand this message as well. The weight of that. <laughs> the weight. Know? It was so, like it a so huge. It's not it, – because – and I I don't know if this is what he was trying to say in the film. I don't think it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. But, like, the I don't – the main point isn't uh, black people are the ones who are, you know, keeping up with these stereotypes. And if they would just stop, right. then, th- then we would – make it right i think it, w- it was just like look at what black actors have to go through in this industry exactly and in an industry that for the majority of people who enter it do not get to get a big big break for the people so that's our it's already tough in and of itself it's hard for everybody we understand like you know because white actors will uh, you know People complain all the time, like, well, there's there's not enough a lot of roles for white people either. Like, I, I think yeah. I'm really talented. I'm not getting roles and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this person's getting, like, a lot of agents say, like, they have a bunch of people like me. And, you know, it's like, I'm like, uh, uh, like, at least, you know, if you're black, like, there's not a lot of people like you. So, like, you get representation easier and all this stuff. Like, that's true. You know, it's just like, it's so, but the thing is, like, okay, so what about this responsibility that, like, now I have to think about the roles that I pick and choose from? And it's not just us. We're talking about most people of color. You know what I yeah. mean? My friend Rami has to think about, well, am I going to read for this role that's actually a big role, but it's a role of a terrorist? You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. Muslim. Like, are you thinking about when you're Asian? Like, oh, I have to, you know, how much flack did Constant Wu get for her character? In it's like, And it's like, what do you want her to do? You know? And she said these moms. It's so funny you bring that up because the guy from... Um, 
he was in Star Wars. He was in The Night Up. And he just came out saying like he got a lot of roles first starting for like Terrorist Number Three. And even Denzel said <clears throat> when he first came out, he had a hard time with money because he refused to do certain roles. And he was like, you know what? I would just rather be broke until I can like prove myself yeah. and right. get the stuff I want. Which is great, but like not everybody makes that can make that choice. And it's like. But then, so do we come more down more harshly on the people for just accepting the roles instead of the actual system? You know, and that's sometimes right. we do. And I mean, we're guilty of that too. Like we come down on Tyler Perry really hard. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, the man built a empire, empire. that nobody else has. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, and that we constantly say we respect. So I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. So I'm gonna let this Tyler Perry conversation fly. <laughs> without saying anything bad about Tyler Perry. No, no but you're right. No, I mean, you're right. It's like, and the thing too is that someone, even if like, for instance, if James, like I'm not doing a hit role, I may be in a position in my life where I need the money, so I got to do it. Yeah. Like I might be about, like, I'm about to get dropped by my agents. I got to do this thing. So you don't know the situation people are in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have to take every single role I get that has money attached to it right now. I mean, I mean, yeah, you got, you got a wedding to plan. I, <laughs> no, but like John said, it's like, you know, we look right. at Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry did this thing that is something that, honestly, a lot of black people may not would have done. Yeah. You know, like. The other thing is, like, yes, like some a- actors also have to think about, like, where their morals come into play. Like, oh, do I really want to do a commercial for this product? Because I think this product is, like. Do I really want to do a McDonald's commercial because I think McDonald's is like not doing great things in the world, or right? Whatever, yeah, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But it's a different thing of you do something and now your entire you reflect your entire race. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot different of pressure, responsibility, man. and it ha- and it's not just for black actors. It happens yeah. to black people in every field, especially fields in which there are not that many black people. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, Stephen A. Smith you- talks about it all the time, like. You know, but whatever, like, you know, other people come in here with a job, like, black people come with a responsibility. Like, it's just like this whole crazy thing. It's yeah. true, man. You represent everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sad. So, uh, but he chooses. So basically, he's doing the scene. He's looking at his grandmother, who's like sad. He's looking at his, uh, I was going to say son, his brother. His yeah, son. Yeah, his son. His, <laughs> younger, his younger brother, who's kind of looking at him like, and he's just like, I can't do this. I can't. You know, they're acting in, uh, and immediately when he says, I can't do this, they're like, get him out of here. Yeah. And I was like, damn, they turned on him quick. Yeah. So quick. Why isn't he talking? I can replace you in a second. Did they t- Who wants this part? Me. Did they say get him out of here before he said it was bullshit or after he said this is bullshit? I'll, they got him out so quick. I wrote that down, too. I just wrote down that he said this is bullshit because I was like, yes. <laughs> like, I, was, I was like on my couch like, yes. Which I, but I think it's so crazy. Even if he said that, like. Actors have tirades on sets all the time. Right, yeah. He heard Christian Bale's, like, cursing out, lighting people, and they don't go, get him out of here. They go, hey, man. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, 100%. I mean, like, we had just seen the other actor, like, demanding that his contract's different. I mean, like, so, like... Hey, man, man, but you saw the difference, though. That's exactly. That's what's great about it. I mean, it was a white dude. Like, like, that's great. And then the moment we've all been waiting for the entire movie... My man just goes, I'll do it. I'll do it, yeah. And then he just uh, immediately... Literally from the moment he said, I ain't never doing that shit. I couldn't wait to see him be just the most two-faced person there. But you knew it was coming, man. I, the whole movie. I couldn't yeah. wait for it. I, I mean, couldn't wait for it. I will say, I, I do think 
I do think with this part, this part is very admirable. I was like, yo, your parents, like your grandma's there, your mom, like your mom isn't there, but your little brother's there, and like, dude, that's so much. Pre- like, I, I think people really don't understand the pressure that is to have like a race on your back. Yeah, like yeah. a race. Yeah, I mean, like women, just women in general probably feel understand it. I mean, think in about how much pressure. Like, think how much pressure Wonder Woman has. Yeah, like that movie has the pressure of every not only female director but every actress who ever wants to have a big budget movie mm-hmm. is like oh if this movie bombs we try yeah i mean yeah. ghostbusters already bombed yeah so so ugh. and we tried then you be try- like people don't think man it's like what do we yeah. uh even dan Aykroyd, whatever don't get me started yeah that I, whole thing is dumb uh, that, oh, I'm, I'm i just fine. uh so that's that yeah, yeah there's a little like you know outtakes at the end and Right, oh, I forgot what it was. It's not quite outtakes. It's like he introduces the Hollywood Shuffle players. Well, what I also what I also just liked was they just showed him doing an doing a commercial for the post oh, office. Oh, the post office, yeah. Because they kept they kept saying like there's always work at the post office, and then his commercial says that, and I was like, honestly, I love this. That's <laughs> like, funny. I thought it like, was really cool. I thought it was nice that they that they that they did that, and then there's like the rap song. They do you know they introduce everybody that was in it, right. and they do the rap. Which song. is interesting because a lot of those people, because Robert Towson, I think after this had an HBO show where it was a sketch show. It didn't last yeah. very long. But a lot of people from this movie made it on that sketch show. And then some of them, of course, sprinkled into In Living Color. Right. So, he, yep. ga- I mean, he gave people a shot. You know? Yeah. All right. And the, and the a thing that I like, a lyric that I liked in the rap song was when the, rap, when the white guy raps and he says, like, don't blame me because I know what I know about black people from, from what TV. I've already seen on TV. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, I know they were, like, making, they are making fun of that character. He had a mad, nerdy white voice, you know. But, like... It was like, but that's also a thing. Yeah, it's a, too. Cycle. It's a cycle, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't have a swirl for this one because I feel like this movie didn't Ooh, need it. We talked really? about shuffle. I mean, but, there kind of was a swirl a little bit. Where the Mandingo? Yeah, thing. the Mandingo swirl. What? what, what? Well, they, you remember they, he was like, there are two. He was just uh, they're they're going, the sex was escaping to freedom, implied. and there were two black women. Like first, first black woman was like, oh, and she comes over, and the other black woman was there, and he had two, and then the white this white woman comes, and he's like. Mrs. Blah blah blah. Why are you coming? She was like, I can't. I don't want to work back there. I want to be with you. And Wait, he's like, he, oh, and then they just start that? making. It's out. in the black acting school. Yeah. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. yeah. But you know, they don't. Do they make out? They make out. No, they definitely make out. Uh, they make out, and then they w- go off screen. And then, and, then they're, and then the black women were like, "What? Oh wow!" The other he thing, just I leaves the black women behind. The other thing I thought too, uh, uh, Gerard, was that like the first scene that he sees being enacted when he goes on set is just a romance between two white people. Uh-huh. But I was like, never has there been more of a defense of the swirl than this scene. Just because like the reason that the swirl happened, yes, we're yes, it is uh, interracial. Right. But like, but they deliberately r- write out the love scene in Beverly Hills cop, just because they're like black people aren't, love interests right yeah. you know and like I, so i thought that that was really strong well there's something i wanted to add into this movie Ooh. i wanted to add a little bit of chocolate on chocolate something i call double chocolate all right sure no no i call it double chocolate okay no, i hear i hear you, you now this is my thing this is one thing i've been realizing when we watch these movies i'm like hey man how can we all how can we all see black bodies 
like together in a very like passionate Ooh. way. You know what I'm saying? Double like why is it? I like this. Like why is it? Like why is it this thing of like, hey man, like it's not okay to see like us be sexual and own our bodies. Okay, so I want to add a scene into this. Okay. okay. All right. So my man. My man Robert Townsend has just got the job. He's hanging with his girl. What is her name? Anne Anne Marie Johnson. Is that her name? Yeah. And they're watching that movie. And Grandma sees him like, "What are y'all doing? Oh, we about to watch a movie." And instead of her coming over to sit down, what Grandma does is she cuts off a light and it turns on a red light. I don't like that. All right, wait, why? Because she's like, "Hey, we gotta save batteries. So all y'all get is this one sexy light, but don't do nothing I wouldn't do." And then she gives them both a little wink because they're Ew. young. Because they're young. Grandma, she's a fun no. grandma. She's a fun grandma. This is good. Yeah, thank you, James. She's a fun grandma. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're laying there, and, he, and, he, and he's holding her. You know, he's holding her. And they're looking at each other's eyes, and she goes, you know, I'm proud of you. And he's like, thank you. And she goes, hey, you deserve something real special. Oh, and, he, and he's like, what, what are you talking about? And then... <laughs> And she goes, I got, I got, no, no, not even that. She's like, I got you something special. And he's like, what's that? I got you a little Hollywood truffle. And then she's like, what's that truffle? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what's that truffle? She's like, it's a little bit of caramel. It's a little bit of chocolate. But it's sweet all the way inside. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize to all our female listeners. But no, remember she's saying that she owns it. It's called she double owns chocolate. It. What's it's the called, name of that segment? It's called double chocolate. I feel like black love is good love, man. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you know, I don't like how you tainted my double chocolate, uh, John. Yes. <laughs> I I just had something that I wanted to say. Yeah, make it quick to you guys. So while I was watching this, cool. I I realized something. Um, Your voice is weird. Honestly, talk I fast. I don't. I don't like. I don't like Hancock. What? Wait, what? I love Hancock. Oh, no! <laughs> I, I don't know. So I really I love Hancock so much. I, I totally... Here's why. Because, oh, I totally got Because fooled. this movie is that. a movie that no. does not work. The movie doesn't work. It doesn't work for a lot of reasons. It doesn't work for a lot of reasons, but it stars a black man who had the power and the ability to say, look at this great script about a tortured superhero. I want to... Fuck this script up royally. <laughs> because I am a lead and I have star power and we can fly. I can do whatever I want. And you Hancock know what? is the black Superman. That oh, he is does fly. all Robert Townsend's character wanted in this movie. I can't believe you just he has all the powers of Superman. Oh. James, you won. Wow. Uh thank you. In the hundredth episode, <laughs> James you has convinced Gerard Milligan. That I mean Hancock no Hancock is a good movie. No, wait, wait, wait. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm wow. not saying that. I, I'm not saying that. I didn't think that was what James you were saying. Has but no, no, he did not. I didn't Rob think you were saying hey, that. Hey, but you I, stop it right now. That's what Brayden said. I'm not. It is. No. I mean, Brayden said it. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think you were I saying that. I didn't say that, it was but a good movie. Said. I'm saying this. What you're saying makes sense. And you won because Will Smith is a black man who had enough power to take a script that was a really good script and say, you know what? Fuck this script. <laughs> I want to kill more people. I want to kill more people. I want to. I want to shove this dude's head up that dude's ass, and we're gonna see it. Yeah. Wow. You take that back, though, John. Wow. I didn't say that. 
Who would know that after a hundred episodes, <laughs> I'm not playing we this game. Find the answer. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> All right, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them or how well we think we were they were made critically, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. I mean. So if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Black fist. If we think it kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. White palm. And if we think it didn't help the cause at all, we give it nothing. You guys ready? <laughs> did you get? Did you get what I did to? Ooh, yeah, huh, that was nothing. that was nothing. But was it was nothing. like it was air. Yeah, it's like <sighs> I'm ready. All right, one. I hate this. <laughs> two. I hate this so much. I'm talking three, man. I hate that so much. All right, we got three black fists. I put hey, up everything. I put hey, up yo. both fists. I put up both fists. Hey, man. So the reason I get this a black fist, oh man. You do your whole review like this. Is, no, no, don't no. do it. I'm not. I actually, I think it's super grating. I think it's one of the most annoying voices. It is. Oh, my God. Uh, so sorry if everybody listens. I get it three black fists because it launched the career of Robert Townsend. That's he did right. it by himself. You know, I mean, I mean, they did it. They you did. Know, they started it. from the bottom. Now they're here. Uh, <laughs> Keenan every way. Oh, that's right. what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's hard. It's kind of hard. There was a part of me that was like, "Do we give a white palm?" Because it, because it's the, pretty much the same. But like, you know, it, it's made a case. People understand it. You know, we're here. We're doing things. It has gotten better. Let's like be real. I mean, some of the issues are are eerily similar in three decades worth of time. But that being said, you know, we do have a black Superman in the sense of Hancock, and you know, you you got some things are changing. Yeah, you know, I'm being, yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for this hundredth episode, so I give it a black fist. Wait, are we going to do the next hundred episodes with a little bit of hope in our heart? Uh, we should. I'm gonna try to have a little hope in my heart. Put a little hope in your heart. I was thinking about that too. Yeah, but it's like that's not the actual yeah. song. But like, all right, somebody yeah. else go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go. Uh, this again. I thought this movie was very close to home, especially for me. And I think the whole podcast is literally like what John said at the beginning of this thing. These. These guys, Robert Townsend, Ken Ivory Wayans, made a movie about Hollywood, and that's the thing that put them on. 30 years later, we're doing a podcast <laughs> about how things in Hollywood are going on, and it's helping us out in the way it has been. Um, I think this movie actually helped out a lot of people because, again, without this movie, you know, Robert Townsend would have directed um, Eddie Murphy's special. Ken Ivory wouldn't have wrote on it. Um, also, in that same special, um, uh, Paul Mooney has some writing credits for it. Some of the people from this movie went into Robert Townsend's HBO show. Some of the ones who didn't go to that show went to In Living Color. And I think this all that helped. And we know the legacy In Living Color had for many people. Um, this movie also was made for 100 grand, made, what, 5 million, which is good. Can't imagine how many theaters actually was in. And I think it showed a lot of people, including like Spike Lee, um, John Singleton, and other directors that you can just take your life in your own hands and just do it. You can just try something new and, and, and get it going. And also these were like, they were doing sketch and to see black men in particular do sketch to me was such a big deal. And they were doing different characters. And yes, some of them were like the pimps and stuff like that. But I think it's funny if you're doing it in a playful way. I, I, I just thought it was great. I thought it was powerful and I'm, you know, it made me have hope. Yeah. Yeah. I gave this movie a fist 
because not only does it Why help the cause. Why are you talking cause, like that? Just talk regular. Not only does it help. <laughs> I thought I was. You were. <laughs> That's your regular voice, dude. I thought I was talking regular. Like, that is how your voice sounds. I really did. I gave this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to say. All right, just go. go, go I gave this movie a fist because not only does it help the cause, but the movie is the cause. Ooh. Oh, wow. Cause. It is the cause. It is talking directly about some real shit that goes down. Ooh. We out here having a tough time all around. Do we do do we take the role mm. even though it's going to it might sell out all of our people? Mm. Because I need to eat. That's real. I need to eat a whole cake. All right, you know, know what I'm saying? Well, I need to eat a a, 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 a rinky dinky dog. What's it called? A rinky, winky, winky, a winky, winky. dinky dog. Yeah. Why are you punching it? I'm saying this film. You said this points out a lot of horrible issues. True. We should get Kerf Dog after this. That affect us. We Ooh, should. We definitely should. And inspired a lot of people. And. You know, it's just really important, Wait, and well, I really can, hope that more people see it. Can you do that rant again, and, I'm a, and, I, and I can give you, like, some, some 80s, like, you know, stereotype. Yeah. Hype. All right, I, got you. <clears throat> I gave this movie a fist because not only does it support the cause. The cause, y'all. Yeah, ma'am. But it is the cause. Did y'all hear what we saying? It points out some bad shit. That's right. That happened back then. In the day. That's still happening now. That's still happening now. Do you feel what we saying? It's happening all day, every day. It's going down right now. And um, I don't know. I just want to say I thank I thank your appetizer for doing this and for being like such a great like uh you know like uh hey, paving cry, the way for hey, a lot cry, of people. Don't cry. You paving the way you. for a lot of people. Hey man, yeah, you gonna make it? Don't yeah, cry. You gonna make it? Yeah. Yeah, man, you good. We gotta get him on the podcast. We gotta get him. On. I think I might have his email. Uh, what? I mean, I tried to, I tried to email him. You once just, before. I tried to email him like you when just we first started. He okay. never have his email. All right, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Uh, we will, uh, we will be back with some plugs. <laughs> did you just go blank? Did you just I forget really what happened? Wow, John. Uh, three black fists. Three black fists. We'll be back with some plugs, please. Time for some plugs. Know it. So uh, you can follow us at Black Man Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, if you go there, you'll see uh, shows that we are doing. Like, for instance, on July 6th at 8 p.m., we have a show at UCB Theater in New York City. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the Chelsea location. And it is our show. Not Astronomy Club. This is the Black Man Can't Jump <laughs> yeah. game show. Game show, this is baby. Our show. <laughs> a game show. So if you can't get to see us at our other show, Just for Laughs, on July 26th, come to New York City on July 6th. Yeah. Tickets are $7. Pretty simple. 8 p.m. And then, yeah, Just for Laughs, of course, is July 26th. Uh, and that show is also at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., baby. Come hang out. It's going to be just dope. Us, the HeadGum Live. Uh, and uh, you can follow me at John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com is my website. Follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. That's it for me. Yeah, you can go to JamesThirdComedy.com or at JamesThirdComedy on the social medias. Third is 3RD. On the social medias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you can follow me at Drop Milligan on all that stuff. I guess. 
Yeah, man, I guess you can do it. It depends on how you feel in the day. All right. You can also rate and review on iTunes. If you give us five stars, we'll read your review live on the air. Here oh. we go. I got one. This one's called A Diamond in the Rough. Aladdin reference. Mm-hmm. All right. This is by uh, Samurai Zomb. You've already won for me. Uh, Samurai Zomb. Uh, okay, this is a long one. You guys are all fantastic. My girlfriend told me about the podcast, th- uh, this podcast last year, and I was hooked after the first episode. I appreciate the honesty and realness you guys bring to the show. As a Latino trying to make it in the entertainment industry, I've realized the lack of diversity throughout. In fact, this podcast encourages me to push even harder to break through and help other ethnicities make it as well. That's dope, man. man that's what's up. I love all three of you, but I got to say, Jirah, hope I spelled that right, is my favorite. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. We he appreciate said, that. Yo, Maybe that's where yo the for real though, came from. for real though, Probably. he spelled Jarrah right, and then he says Jonathan, and he spelled my name wrong. <laughs> How do you spell? You got that H though. How do you spell your name? Yeah, you he spelled it J O H, and it's J O N. Anyway, John- <laughs> Jonathan, you keep uh, everything anchored and in order. That I mean, okay. that makes sense. Right. And okay, James, right. you're the wild card. I enjoy just right. like Hancock. That's that was unnecessary. Wow. Yeah, that's what's up. Anyways, keep doing what you guys are doing. <laughs> Please do a live show in LA sometime soon. We will. Oh, we, we will. will. We will. Also, could you guys review the Fighting Temptations? Yeah. I'm oh, fighting. I forgot about I grew up with the movie the and would love to yeah. hear y'all's input. Love you guys, Josh. Thank you, man. Hey, uh, Josh. Diamond in the rough. All right, I'll do one more. Uh, no, I'll do, I'll do two more. Right. Right. Oh, one more. Two, two more. Two three. more. Three. 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 I'll do two more. Okay, here we go. This is uh, Emilio Amaro. Emilio or Amaro. Five star podcast. <laughs> Discovered this amazing podcast when I was searching for a podcast that discussed Tales from the Hood. Well, well we did we it. We did it. We did it. Nice. Became a lifelong fan during the Boo of Medea Halloween episode. <laughs> I mean, that's real. <laughs> that's dope. Uh, this is, I think this is my favorite review, and this is the one we'll end on. This is my favorite review so far. This is by Totes Vom. I feel like I know where this one's going. Mm-hmm. This is by yeah, Totes Vom. Like no, you guys don't. Definitely too. don't. Uh, the do title we- is, Woo! Really? Yeah. Rick Flair style? Woo! Woo! Okay. And the review is, I'm doing coke! <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm done too. I did not expect that at all. Uh, what a twist. What a twist. That was a twist. All right. the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Keep reviewing. Um, <laughs> next week, we uh, next week we will be starting. Yes, we're excited about this. Our so- Oh, wait. Hold on. What? Are we starting our saga or do we want to try to do all all eyes on me? What should we do? Oh, I, I don't f- know. I mean, can we but I want to It's funny cuz all eyes on me it made a lot of money. It did. Well, you know, compared to yeah. But people are trashing it. Reviews yeah. are trashing oh, it. Word. Jada, and Jada trashed it. it. Oh, then then fuck this movie. I'm not going to go see that. Oh, we can review it when it comes on DVD. If I want to start this I want to start the the way Yeah, saga. we got to start the saga. All right, sorry, people who saw all eyes on me in theaters. We're we're gonna put that off until it comes out on DVD. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know we're supposed to be doing those things, but we're really excited to do the Wayne's Brothers. We've been waiting for so long, and uh, we gotta start it. We gotta go. We gotta, we gotta so start next that week saga? we're starting it. You know, the first brother is Keenan Ivory Wayne. You got to start. Yes. Got to start with Keenan Ivory Wayne's, and we. And now I know some people maybe a little bit, you know, sad that we're not gonna do. I'm gonna get you sucker, but we decided to do the film. That was probably his biggest, yeah. You know, sure. you know, the first big box office film that he did, and that, of course, was a low, a low down, down dirty, dirty shame. shame. I mean, so, we'll start it has off. Got Jada. Got Jada. Start Jada. It's got what's Rock's real name? 
Charles S. <laughs> <laughs> got rocked. <laughs> I'm so mad you didn't know. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see y'all. Peace. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.